Hello, party people out there. This is Rick Napier, the CEO at Real People USA, located in California. It's 5 a.m. on the West Coast, and just like I promised you, I said I was going to do a podcast episode on this um, Arizona event. This Arizona event with this uh, congressperson candidate running for office there, and um, and pretty much, uh, you know, if you saw it already, then you were probably stunned about what you saw and heard. But Project Veritas, I guess they connected with a um, Republican candidate, a black GOP Republican candidate, and he said some things that were kind of interesting. Now, I'm not going to mention uh, the young guy's name. I, I think he's young. He's probably around the age of my oldest son, like in his late 20s or 30 or something. And um, so I'm not going to mention his name. And, you know, if you've seen it, you've seen it. And, uh, and and the young man, he says that he got, is he always follows the counsel of his, um, I guess, of his, of his mentorship or his consulting firm or PAC. And I'm not sure if if that's true, I can't believe that his uh, his leadership would tell him to say things like that. Uh, say things about Donald Trump. Say things about uh, other congressional politicians. Uh, say things, you know, that uh, lead people to think that he's not a a true Republican or a true conservative. I just, I mean, I I don't know the, the leadership team that well. But I just can't imagine that the leadership team would tell him uh, to to do certain things, uh, to say certain things. And when I think about it, I, I, I think he just got caught up with someone wanting to hear from him. Uh, a lot of times, a lot of young people, especially in this very intense environment where you're talking about maybe running for office, uh, I believe that he said, oh, Here's someone that wants to talk to me about um, my campaign and how I feel. So I'm gonna, you know, let my lips just flap and just tell them everything. And even if he had uh, some convictions that were a little different than what he said during on this video, I believe that when people get in front of a camera. Or they're talking. Oh, he, that's right. He didn't even know he was front, in front of a camera. It was Project Veritas at their finest. He didn't even know he was in front of the camera, although he did have some other segments uh, that uh, that Project Veritas um, put in the clip where he was being interviewed by others. So I guess that's what I mean, that he didn't even know that he was being recorded and he was just talking off the cuff. And see, and that's the dangerous thing, and that's why you know, I don't think his leadership told him to uh, do that. I don't think his leadership would tell him, uh, hey, you know, go out and, and talk about uh, getting the money and just with regular people because you shouldn't do that. I mean when I was a corporate executive, uh, I, I would never talk about our company in, in, in parties where I didn't know where these people – uh, came from or what their their true motive uh, was. I just never wouldn't do that. 
So if if there was any counsel that this guy could have received, maybe, or the counsel this guy should have received, maybe that's the counsel that he didn't get. Is that you don't go out and talk to uh, anonymous sources. People just just want to a- ask you something about your campaign, and it's I don't know, and it I'm not sure, but I think Project Veritas said that this um, it was a staffer. So it almost seems like the person was already on his team. Could be wrong. Must watch the videotape again. If I'm wrong, then I'm going to say it right now. I'm wrong. But I believe it said staffer on the clip, on the on the Project Veritas uh, clip. But nonetheless, that's what happened. But my biggest concern with um, this uh, video that was... Um, released by Project Veritas showing this Arizona congressional candidate, this black GOP congressional candidate, is he talked about money. He talked about uh, getting uh, people's money and and not being – and making that the top item of, of why he's running. He even said it. Uh, he said something to, to the effect that um, – and he, and, he, and he threw Candace Owens under the bus. He said, you know, I don't care. You know, he doesn't like Candace Owens. I'm just paraphrasing. He doesn't care much for, for Candace Owens, but he would definitely get, don- his, get, donor, get, get donor money from her supporters or something to that effect. And uh, so when he said that about Candace Owens, and he talked and he threw Tucker Carlson under the bus and said that he know what they, what they were talking about when it came to race. Uh, I'm just telling you, you know, you know, you shouldn't mess with Candace Owens, you know, or Tucker Carlson. I'm not sure Tuck, Tucker Carlson uh, will say anything about him. Maybe he will, but if he does, oh my gosh, have your name um, spoken in a bad light by Tucker Carlson, who has like a, I don't know, 10 million people in his audience on. Uh, five o'clock here on the West Coast. That's not a good thing. And then to uh, go after uh, Candace Owens in a way, saying that you know he doesn't like her or something. Um, that's not good either. Because one thing I know about Candace Owens, and I don't know her at all. You know, um, you know I'm an, I'm an admirer. Uh, saw her. You know, I guess she transitioned from a, maybe a Democrat household. You know, growing up there in Connecticut to who she is now. Um, Seems extremely authentic. Um, you, you can kind of tell when someone is lying about something. They 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 can't really talk about what they now believe in. But not Candace. Candace can let it flow. She can let it rip. And uh, so I would say he he you know this young man in Arizona. He spoke about two people in a very um, uh, a damning light that you know you shouldn't do that. Again, I don't think he got that counsel from his uh, his leadership because I believe um, maybe his one of his leadership team may have been on on the Tucker Carlson show. So I just don't think his leadership uh, gave him those marching orders. But back to the money. Okay, this money thing. That one is near and dear to my heart about people uh, putting the money first. As a motive to run for office, 
Uh, I saw this two to three years ago, didn't like it. I saw it a year and a half ago, didn't like it. And the people that I'm coaching, because I don't, I don't have a pack. You know, Real People USA, LLC, it's just a coaching and a, uh, and a consulting firm. And we kind of point people in the, in the right direction in terms of, of uh, getting them ready to campaign and getting their mind right and uh, helping them understand that they're not, we're not talking about selling lemonade on a corner for a quarter or maybe it's a dollar here in California or maybe two bucks for a glass of lemonade here in uh, the San Francisco Sacramento area we help candidates you know get their minds right get their their, their speech right um, to understand how to um, put the best foot forward because we see we see running for office the same way we see selling a million dollar product or a multi-million dollar product uh, again we're not well candidates are not selling you know 25 cent cups of lemonade on the corner when they say they want to run for office you're selling a multi-million dollar product or service the service is you can represent your constituents based on what your constituents want if you are a Democrat, I <laughs> uh, can't believe <laughs> they, want, they would want this. Now, that's why I believe the Democrat Party is failing. But if you are a Democrat, your Democrat believes in things of the left. Again, I think that party is starting to shrink big time. And if you are a Republican or a conservative, your constituents want you to believe in things on the right, which, is the, which are the Constitution. Uh, you know, supporting the, the, the police officers, election integrity. You promote a small business ownership. You want your K through 12 system, your public education system, to prepare your kids to be functional and to be ready to go out into the job market or start businesses or go to vacation vocational schools or go to four year college, join the military, and you know, kind of that was kind of like my household in a way. I'll talk about that later. But back to this money thing. Okay? It's it's too prevalent in these campaigns. And voters are now more than ever starting to be able to smell if a candidate is just running for the money. Now we have um, I think recently there were there were 80 GOP Congress members who voted to fund the vaccine database. Okay, I don't believe their voters. Their voters in these uh, these districts sent them to Washington D.C. to vote for for vaccine mandate or vaccine database funding. I don't believe that was the case. So these people pretty much defrauded their 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 constituents. The constituents said, hey, I believe in you, Mr. So-and-so. I believe in you, Miss So-and-so or Mrs. So-and-so. We're going to send you to Washington with our votes. And then you get to Washington, and then you, you poo-poo you know, on, on your voters, on the Republican Party and on the conservatives. You do that to your voters. See – and some of these people who won, they probably probably got a lot of donations. 
you know, 500,000, several million. See, and that's what the voters do not like. And this young man, this uh, black GOP Arizona Congress congressman candidate, um, he pretty much said, you know, as long as I get, the, I'm, 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 I'm for the money, you know, I want to get the funding, you know, um, I may not be, I mean, I'm not that concerned with, um, I'm not that concerned about, um, okay, just had a phone call at 5:13 in the morning. I'm not that concerned about anything else. I mean, it's, it was just bad. It was just bad. And I just hope that this young man, I'm not sure if he can, I'm not sure he can survive it. I'm not sure if his leadership team can survive it because uh, that was, you know, and then in his profile he had, he had minister and conservative and the clip, another clip that uh, Project Veritas showed, uh, he was sort of pop locking, you know, you know, you know, doing like a little stand up like break break dance moves and uh, you know that's that's cool I mean that's just his own private life so I mean I don't have no concern not a, a big concern with that matter of fact I have zero concern with that I was a club DJ in San Francisco trust me that, that was the least <laughs> concern uh, that I that I had with um, things that were um, that was in that TikTok video but in closing, I just want to say that it's just, um, you know, um, my friend lives in Arizona. My high school friend, uh, she was a police officer there in Florida, business owner there in that district, that same district that this young man is was, was is or was running for. I think it's more so like was now. But my friend is not running for Congress. My friend is running for something else. And um, so I, I just uh, hope, you know, I don't know. It's a sticky situation. It's a very sticky situation to go out and um, be recorded. Again, I think it said staffer. I'm not sure if it was Project Veritas uh, staffer or his own staff. Now, if, it's, if, if the staffer was in his own campaign... There's something going on with with his uh, staff. You know, that's, to me, that just blows my mind. But anyway, uh, the money. Let me, let me let me conclude here, because uh, the the money thing is the real reason why I created this podcast episode. Voters must put the interests of their voters first, and not the candidate's self interest first. And that video simply showed that this black GOP Arizona con- congressional candidate was putting his uh, self-interest first. He threw Trump under the bus, threw Truck tr- Tucker Carlson under the bus, he threw Candace Owens under the bus. Uh, there were some other names he mentioned, Madison Carthorn. Uh, not sh- I know who he's probably in, in office, you know, in Congress. I'm not sure exactly where. I probably should, but uh, he mentioned McCarthy's, the McCarthy's. Uh, the only McCarthy I know is uh, the guy in California, in a Bakersfield area district. 
but uh, to put the money first, again, is what voters do not like. And it makes it difficult moving forward, I would say, for a lot of candidates um, to raise money if voters saw this clip. Because uh, whether the voters have a, uh, a different take on what GOP candidates do, this video may have uh, reaffirmed or uh, confirmed for the first time voters what voters are thinking. They're thinking, "See, I told you, I told you, Paul, or I told you, Mildred. You know, these these candidates just want the money." So. How GOP candidates who are, who are still in the, in the race, what you can do to fix that is don't put the money first, second, third, or fourth. You know, put the voters' interests first. You know, and, and see, since I, I am not a digital person, I know how to do simple things that you see if people see me posting on I think Twitter or Instagram I have a very low number of followers trust me in fact on December 4th I had said I was leaving Twitter and Instagram <laughs> because I don't need it I don't need it for anything trust me I don't need it for anything I would I only jump back on Twitter and Instagram because Larry Elder was running for governor and I wanted to see him succeed I wanted to see how he was doing uh, wanted to actually wanted to help him but he never called me so if you don't call real people USA and uh, things turn out like they do then uh, I'm sorry you know real people USA has uh, some very significant experience when it comes to um, working with, with with people working with large groups working uh, on the, on large economies of scale and uh, so I'm just Real sad that Larry never called me. Maybe he would have done better. But nonetheless, uh, this this voters are now have in their mind that when they see a candidate, you know, talking, and if that candidate uses the phrase like, "Well, I need, I really need your donation. I need need to raise money so I can win." Uh, no, that's not really true. The guy in Pennsylvania or Jersey. The, the, the trucker who won with $183, he won his state Senate race and kicked the guy out that had the, the, the longest tenure in the New Jersey State Senate. He won. I mean he, he lost. So the guy, the newbie, the newbie, he won and beat the tenured guy out who had 17 years in the position. The new guy kicked him out with $183. So when someone says, I need money so I can win… That's a damn lie. You need money so you can uh, 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 invest money or, or further your, your campaign uh, in your communications and flyers and uh, you know maybe TV commercials, billboards. That is the correct thing to say if you want to say you need money, but to come out and say, uh, I'm going to win, so I need your donation. That is not true. And voters hear that. They they hear that. And and when they hear, I need your donation so I can win. Well, how are you? How are you going to win? Oh well, I'm just going to you know do more Instagram and social media feeds and 
and I'm going to get endorsements. See, and that's another thing that's not that uh, that's not sure. Uh, it's not a surefire way of, of, of winning to get someone's endorsement. And that's the only thing that you do. OK, so when you get that endorsement, where is that seen on Instagram, on Facebook, on what else is out there? Twitter. The majority of people in America are not on Twitter. They are not on Instagram. I mean, I, I discovered that eight years ago in my private consulting uh, practice, where a lot of uh, you know potential clients of mine on the private sector side said, "I want to be big on Instagram. I want to be big on Twitter and Facebook." And I would say, "Well, what is your price point? Where, where does your product, your average price price for your product?" They would say twenty five hundred, five thousand, eight thousand. And I said, that's not going to work. People don't buy $8,000, uh, $2,500 product just on on Instagram. That's a that's a more of a, a more emotional, a more um, a more uh, uh, closer, intimate. That's the word I'm looking for. It's more a more intimate type transaction. So, but they went forward. They didn't listen to real people. I'm sorry. They didn't listen to my, my other company, name my LLC. They pushed forward, and years later, I would run into them again or, or call them again, and they would say, "Rick, you're you were correct. <laughs> I didn't make a single dime on social media in my white collar business." So, I was thinking, and this is the real close. So, I'll, I will have to remove that first. In closing, now I'll leave it there with the hell. So in closing, what I'm thinking about doing is over the next week, maybe next weekend, having a training for GOP candidates because this won't work for Democrat candidates. So Democrat candidates, put your fingers in your ears because this won't work for you. <laughs> I mean the way you guys are operating… This will not work. You have to be authentic and honest, and you know you want to care about your voters. You want to care about the country. You want to care about capitalism. You don't want to promote communism. But for GOP candidates, I'm going to put on a two-hour, maybe three-hour, two to three-hour session, and I'm going to bring over some training items from my private consulting firm. And I'm going to bring those items over to Real People USA. And uh, so these items, this two-hour, three-hour session that I'm bringing over, what it's going to do or its intent is to help elevate uh, GOP candidate skills when it comes to, number one, communicating, uh, when it comes to understanding how their clients – in this case, the client – or the, is the prospect? It's it's the voter who the GOP candidates uh, seek their votes from. And so it's so the, so in the in the private sector world, uh, dentist attorneys they have prospects, and these prospects are are spoken with. They they are met with, and the goal is is to um, get the the prospect to convert to a client by having that prospect say, "Attorney, I need your service." Or dentist, I need that $10,000 service. Or CPA, 
or CPA, I want to hire you. So on the political side, there's a there's a there's some crossover there. I'd say there's probably 70-80% crossover. So I want to bring two to three hours from this 10-hour system that I have on the private sector side and bring it over to the political side so that GOP politicians will understand more about uh, what they need to do. Now on my commercial side, that price could be you know, starting at $2,000 for the 10-hour session up to about $8,000 for the 10-hour session based on um, your industry and the number of people you know, in your company. But I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to offer that two- to three-hour session for $200. And if you have a big group of people, like you have like, uh, let's say, seven people or more in your group, I'm going to hold the price at $1,000. So if you got seven people in your group or more, $1,000. If you got just yourself, then it's $200. And if anyone is interested in that, please connect with me, 602-805-7000. But something has to change in this GOP thing, this GOP political thing and running for office because um, a lot of candidates have a lot missing. And, and I say that based on the current conditions. Maybe 20 years ago, it would have been just fine. 30 years ago, just fine. The poll numbers say we're up 7%. The person, maybe that person wins. Or the, the polls say we're down 2%. Maybe the person, instead of losing, wins. But we, we can't count on that now, listeners, GOP voters, GOP candidates. You can't count on, count on that now because of this cheating involved. And when there's cheating involved... You have to make sure that your numbers are known before the election. You have to you have to be within 10%, 20% of what you think you have as a vote. So in other words, if you know you need uh, 400,000 people to win your congressional race or 200,000 people to win your state race, then you need 80% of that number known. You need to know 80%. Of, of known people that you know that have pledged to vote for you, you need to know that. You need to know that for uh, the opportunity to win, and you need to know that number just in case you need to go to court. So anyway, I'm going I'm to post that um, that offer. Seven or more people, $1,000. Individuals, $200. Uh, two to three-hour session, and the session will help. The session will be Almost the kind of stuff that you would uh, you would pay for if you went to an MBA class or if you went to a, a sales training a school that I went to that cost uh, $12,000 for eight days uh, in 1999 and now costs about thirty to $35,000 at the same school in 2021-2022. Anyway, this is Rick Napier, the CEO at Real People USA LLC. Our website is RP. USA.org and our telephone number is 602-805-7000. Take care and make it a great day.